0: Your glassware is beautiful.
1: Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I feel like we just talked about this, but whatever. Um, This was straight up the first thing I bought for myself in this place. Really? Yeah, I got them at CB2. Oh, fun. And, and I used so, an old gift
0: card. They look very vintagey. I know,
1: I love them. They're a they're little pink. Beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah. that reminds me I should take a picture because
1: oh, yeah. we
0: photograph our drinks. Whoops. Oopsies. We also
1: um sat here and
0: I drank some while I talked because it's um kind of delightful. And by kind of I mean very. But you but I asked for mine to be weaker. Yes. Because I have to um do something after this. Yeah. And you made yours. Extra I made mine
1: <laughs> I made my normal, which I regret. None.
0: I kind of have to do something after this too, but it's walking, so it's fine. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Mine. I have to be, and I'm already like soups tired. But you know, it's fine. The thing about drinks is sometimes they like wake me up a little. It might be the sugar. I don't know. So yesterday, I had some drinks because I was cleaning. Oh, you drink when you clean. I
1: have That's to. Fun. Also, I recently subscribed to the Turner Classic Movie Wine Club. That's right. I am an 800-year-old woman. That's why there's all this wine here, Amy. Stop
0: it. I will not. Did I ever tell you about how we wanted to take the Turner Classic Movie Cruise <gasps> and that everyone in the advertisement was all gray-haired and yeah. white-haired? Yeah. And we were like, I don't care. I want to do this. Yeah. They like play just like old movies. All, like, oh my God. Night. I want to do
1: that. Oh my God. I want to do that. We are so on board. I'm trying so hard to not spend all my money and buy passes for the Turner Classic movie movie festival that's coming up in April. Oh my God. I want to go. I know those passes are really expensive. Are they? Yeah. Oh, so I think I might actually let's coordinate and just buy because you can buy individual tickets. Oh, for some, as long as there's still space. <sighs> but like the lowest passes are like, $350. $350. No. But the highest passes, which are already sold out, are like
0: $1,500. they are sold out? Yeah. Do they provide you with endless booze?
1: So I don't know about booze, but you do get to go to the opening and closing parties that are mm. like at the Roosevelt. Because oh. it's all around here. It's oh. like the Chinese theater, the Egyptian, the Roosevelt. They do like all these meet and greets. I know oh, I want to go dress so bad. up in our vintage yeah. dress. As. Everyone's all dressed up. Oh my and God. I know. So I think I'm going to look and maybe, maybe we'll coordinate and pick like a movie
0: or two. Yes. And when they release the schedule and that would and be go. awesome. And I did not know they had a wine club. They do. I need to know about this. So
1: um, because I signed up over like it was still like the holiday break. Mm-hmm. I got to add on the um, three movie specific ones. So I got 18 bottles of wine. Holy shit. It's a lot of bottles of wine.
0: <laughs> OK, our next episode, we obviously have to do wine. I was
1: mad that I didn't come up with a wine for this one because I was like, Tammy, relax. I literally just rearranged my house. Part of the reason is because I have so much wine now. I had nowhere to put it. <laughs>
0: I do have a lot of wine. It's a lot of
1: wine. The, you should see the fridge. There's five bottles of white in the fridge.
0: <laughs> okay, we ha- we're doing yeah. wine for the next, like, 12 we have episodes. To, right? This is great. So,
1: um, it's really great. It's everything that I wanted. Um, it came... Uh, there's... You know, just kind of like normal bottles of wine. But then there were the three. Like there's one, there's a Pinot Noir that's like noir, you know. Um, my favorite one is the White Christmas, which is a Cabernet Sauvignon. That's a red wine. Bold. Oh, Bold. interesting.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, but it come. they all came with like an individual card explaining like where they're from and the all that stuff. And then at the back, it's got food and movie pairings.
0: I know. I need to sign up for this. It's, I have to do this. It was
1: actually, so like your first, sh- it's like every three months, the first one was only like 80 bucks. Dang. It was no money. And then like when it auto renews, it's like 150, but still, still though, that's, that's a
0: really, lot. That's a lot of fun wine. Yeah. I definitely spend more than that week, like bi-weekly going yeah. to BevMo. Right? Yeah. And
1: I gave some away my, um building manager like had to sign for it and he goes um you got some wine delivered but it's been misplaced sorry <laughs> so then i i dropped off cuz a couple of them they had two of the same and so i dropped them at his door and he Aww. was like did you leave these for me i was like that's right i'm the wine fairy and he was like girl i'm the wine fairy <laughs>
0: he's adorable
1: he was like thank you that was so kind and i was like chris you've left so much food in my fridge over the years like
0: he does bring you food yeah so sweet over the
1: last two years he has brought me so much food i really appreciate it so
0: it's a good building though anyway i don't know anyone in my building except the Annoying people. Yeah. Um, that's very cool. Well, thank you for enlightening me. I'm uh, now going to sign up for this wine club. I love
1: it. I'm so
0: excited. I love being 90 years old yeah. together. It's perfect.
1: It's perfect. Speaking of alcohol. Speaking of alcohol. What are we drinking? What are I've we drinking? I've already had like half of it. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> um, this week, our theme is haunted libraries. Loved it. And my library I found is in the great state of Texas. I don't know if you
0: guys know this. Hmm. I'm from Texas. What? <laughs> You're I know I don't talk
1: about it a lot. Texas? I've never talked about it. I
0: would have never known. Hook em horns. So then... It's <laughs> all them horns. Um,
1: the, uh, so then I Googled. I Googled a lot of different things. So mine is actually in Houston. Ooh. So then I did the clever thing of Googling Houston cocktail. Fun aside, from UrbanDictionary.com, the oh, Houston oh. cocktail oh, no. Oh, no. means a mixture of three prescription drugs... <laughs> Often prescribed in a combination at many pill mills around Houston. (laughs) Users compare the mixture to a heroin-like high. Jesus. It includes Norco, Xanax, and Soma. And frequently kills. So Google Houston cocktail, and that's what you get.
0: Wow. I hope to goodness you're not giving me a Houston cocktail right now. This is not
1: a Houston cocktail. (laughs) Uh, This is, in fact, I I recently learned that um, they were like, People think of margaritas when they think of Texas, but what we really like is the Paloma. I
0: thought it tasted like grapefruit delight. It does.
1: It does. And so this That's is like a my Paloma. Drink. Oh my God. Okay. Great. Because uh, you know we love grapefruit. It's tequila, yes. grapefruit juice, lime juice, and then um, it had club soda. I happen to have grapefruit flavored La Croix girl so it's a little sparkly a little it's good i like it okay cheersy cheersy Cheersy, cheersy. even though we already drank some
0: Mm. Mm. i'm gonna pretend like that was my first sip even though it's like my 10th so that is good girl it's pretty good right yeah it's delicious
1: so um i as you know frequently never think of a name for the cocktail yes and as i was getting ready i was texting with ben or we were on the phone and i was like i never think of a name help me think of a name I know Ithamar helps you with names sometimes. All the time. Boys just love puns, They're I guess. They're so good. He straight up texted me like nine options. <laughs>
0: I love that.
1: Um, I want to hear them. So I, I spoiled what the theme was this time, which was haunted library. So then he just kept doing all these plays on on books. <gasps> Fun. Yeah. So the winning, uh, the winning drink name, which he will discover as he listens to this, I refuse to tell him. The Grapefruit of Wrath. Oh. Yeah, it's great. I love it. That's perfect. I was laughing so much. That's amazing. I was also texting you at the same time, so then I was ignoring him a whole bunch, so. <laughs> you were saying that Ithamar was texting you as we were going I was like, yep, I'm on airplane no. mode.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I had to do the same thing. Boys, let us record our podcast. Let yeah, us record our podcast. Oh my gosh, we love you though. Um, That's great. The grapefruit. Grape, grape fr-
1: grapefruits. Grapefruits of wrath. I think wrath. grapefruits is better. Grapefruits of wrath.
0: Grape, great, great. Oh well, my God, I cannot fucking speak. You have to drive after this. I'm not even drunk. I'm just tired. Yeah, which you're probably. My I, energy. I've read that that's worse. They say driving tired is more oh. dangerous than driving drunk. Well, I'm. So good news. <laughs> I'm doomed because uh, I'm drunk. <laughs> just know, vodka... I meant to say tired. No, shit.
1: <laughs> just do vodka Red Bull and you're fine. <laughs> Super awake and
0: drunk. Excellent driving! <gasps> oh my god! Just mix me up a Houston cocktail. Mm-hmm. I will get oh there. Oh my god! I'll make that two-hour commute in thirty minutes flat. I mean, how do truck drivers do it? The Houston cocktail. <laughs> Houston
1: cocktail. Oh
0: my goodness! I mean, I'm on a cocktail of let's see. I had some Advil. Great earlier today because my neck hurt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I had my birth control pill and I right? had my antidepressant. Mm. That's what I call a a Los Angeles cocktail.
1: That's pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's like a millennial cocktail. It's a
0: millennial cocktail. Depressants, mm-hmm. no babies. Yep. And I'm in pain. A little bit of pain. Yeah.
1: Perfect. With tequila. There you go. We're such We're millennials. We're perfect. Uh, We're
0: millennials who love Turner movie classics. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i did i show you my new uh pill organizer no i'll bring it out afterwards uh i need one i'm such an old lady i now have a pill organizer but i like it because it's by like day of the week and i throw it in my purse
0: yes i I take it to
1: work because i gotta it's just vitamins you know but it's like i shouldn't take them on an empty stomach so i gotta wait till i get to work and
0: eat exactly so uh i have one of those but they all open in my purse and so then i just have a dirty Aww. mixture of a bunch of now vitamins. that's an la cocktail just <laughs>
1: whatever pills are at the bottom of your purse let's try the blue one <laughs>
0: and this little round yellow thing I <laughs> know yeah. Hopefully, I won't have a baby and I'll be happy. I love it. <laughs> my it's all for my vitamins too. I have so many freaking supplements and I like taking them. That's probably part of why I pee so much. It was though. my New
1: Year's resolution. Really? Yeah. I was oh, take God. all my vitamins
0: and man, my pee is so yellow right it's now. So yeah. yellow, right? And it's just there's just so much mm-hmm. more of it. But yeah, I've got my multivitamin. I bought this like liver detox vitamin mm-hmm. not a detox but like it's liver yeah. support mm-hmm. you know it's just got a bunch of milk thistle in it and yeah. i've got my enzymes and my probiotics mm-hmm. and all of it and then you know what the am i prescription doing stuff got my daily
1: perfect got a b complex got my b
0: complex got a d
1: complex noise i always forget
0: to take mine
1: got a little iron oh good good a little biotin nice a little folic acid oh girl
0: yeah you're covered. I'm covered. That's it's a whole, It's a fistful. vitamin C. <laughs> it is. I've got some magnesium. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, take that. my D has
1: magnesium in oh, it. Oh,
0: noise. Because mm-hmm. it absorbs better that way. This is yeah, fascinating. We are for everyone, so I'm sure. old. We're so, so old. Um. Well, I mean, we did do it an episode about Library. We are doing an episode about Library. I was going to say. So. It's Old Lady Day. Old I Lady love Day
1: it. at Banshees and
0: Booze, a paranormal oh podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. But, it only took us 11 and a half minutes God to announce it. that. You, uh, if you're listening we may cut some stuff out yeah maybe maybe that Fuck. um oh, but wow. if you're listening you already know who we are you know you pressed the banshees and booze button on your podcast mm-hmm. you know aggregator the, yes aggregator thank you i have no words left in my mouth today my oh. brain shut down well good
1: news my you brain? should tell me a story about libraries I would have they have you. all the
0: books I'd
1: and words. Love that i felt like i
0: felt something touch my arm just now but i think it was my rubber band moving down my wrist. Okay. Okay. I want We're that just to keep keep true, that be that VPN in my
1: apartment right now. Mhm. Mhm.
0: That's the answer. That's okay. what happened. Uh turns out there's a shit ton of haunted libraries yeah, there are. and also um a popular book series called The, the, the Haunted, haunted library.
1: library. I found that too.
0: Um so my first few results just generated a lot about the Haunted mm-hmm. Library book series which I'm like, "Hey, that looks fun. Maybe yeah. one day I I feel like reading something for ages five to eight i will tune in right um but yeah there's a shit ton of freaking haunted libraries Mm -hmm. do you want me to go first yeah i do i want you to go first mine is bustle island so i actually read so much on like different libraries i was like i'm gonna do this one no no i'm gonna do this one no i'm gonna do this one but the one that really really intrigued me the most was the weirdly because it's super modern looking now is Mm -hmm. the peoria public library in peoria Illinois. Illinois. Um, Which I have relatives that live in Peoria, and I don't really know them that well. It's my uncle and my aunt and my three cousins and all their kids. They live in Peoria. Never been, haven't really seen them in like 20 years. Yeah. They're there. Hi. Uh, they <laughs> definitely don't listen to this. Yeah. Um. um, um so my source was uh, from a, a blog called Four Girls and a Ghost. <gasps> and from a little known thing called BuzzFeed. Yale. So it's mostly, I think, from Four Girls and a Ghost. Uh, thank you, all four of you. Huh. So, okay. So this is like super interesting to me. Unlike libraries, uh, oops, nope. I'm going to skip that part. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It wouldn't let me copy and paste because it was just like a really weird like format. I hate it when that happens. So I had to do snapshots of it and like insert it into the Google thing. And Uh so anyway, I would have cut that out if I could, but I can't. Okay. Ready. Okay. So here we go. (laughs) The Peoria Public Library's fate was doomed from the start. Shit. Dun, dun, dun. The land on which the library is built uh, was cursed by a previous tenant. Oh my god, here's the story about that. Okay. It started in 1830 with Mrs. Andrew Gray and the death of her brother, after which she gained custody of her nephew. So, she's got this little orphan boy now living with her. Mm -hmm. The nephew uh, refused to get a job and generally trod on the wrong side of the law too often. Mm -hmm. And Mrs. Gray was forced to hire a lawyer to smooth things over. As one does. Mm -hmm. Pay off the law. David Davis uh, was a newly made lawyer come to town and was hired by the Grays. He successfully got Mrs. Gray's nephew out of any jam. um, But in... um, mrs gray's debt continued to increase to her lawyer oh gotcha right so like he was doing his job but she like couldn't really fully pay him right uh, for this um so concerned overpayment the lawyer forced the grays to use their home as collateral for his services and when the bill came due the lawyer sued his clients mm-hmm. uh to collect the mortgage as his fees and the nephew was given the boot. So he like evicted the nephew because mm-hmm. he was just no good. Yeah, lazy. You know, breaking laws. He's the one made. that's racking up all the bills. Exactly. I don't know why Mrs. Gray was even like paying to get him out of jail. Yeah. Just to stay there. Um, so yeah, he was a little brat, even though he was an orphan. I don't know. It doesn't say how old he was, but he must have been old enough to like get yeah. arrested. Though, yeah, in the eighteen thirties. Um, so anyway, the lawyers like he's he basically was like taking their house. Kicked the nephew out. And um, soon after the nephew got kicked out of the house, his lifeless body was discovered floating in the Illinois River.
1: How hard did they kick him? Pretty fucking
0: hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All the
0: way to the oh, Illinois River. Oh, my God. Yes. And apparently he didn't know how to swim. Uh, so that's was interesting Mm -hmm. uh they don't know if it was an accident if he just got totally shit-faced and Mm -hmm. fucked up and fell and drowned or if it was like i mean he was involved in some yeah some shady shit right right? so it could have been moida um so mrs gray then cursed the property and all future occupants yes yeah Kind of like in our last episode yeah. um, with just, like, being, like, on the on the deathbed, like, I curse you and I all. i to plan
1: some curses. That's a great
0: idea. You don't want to be coming up with curses on the fly. Yeah, maybe i got to put some curses. Like, I have to write up a will and, yeah. like, put some curses in there. Like, I feel
1: like if I had to curse somebody, like, on the fly right now, I'd just be like, I curse um, people who go around me when I'm trying to turn right oh and go even further in to turn right. I want to curse them I'm, so they're bad. they cursed. But, like, I could do better. There's, like, more worthy curseables. Yes,
0: yes. I know. I would be like, I curse those people with the noisy dog that live underneath <gasps> me who... Who let him bark so loud and I can't relax. Yeah. During the day. And it's like don't waste your curse there, that dog's gonna die. Yeah. And also like, who cares? It's not my problem that the dog is miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta think of some good shit. Okay, That's we'll a brainstorm. Good idea. Okay. All right, okay. let's brainstorm some curses okay. so that when we die, we're, we're ready,
1: ready to go.
0: We are ready. Great. Um or you could just be like Mrs. Gray and be like, I curse this house and all its future occupants. Ooh. Done and done. Yeah. Easy. Easy. To the point. And guess what? It worked. And you
1: know what? I bet she just sat up, looked around and was like, yeah, this. This, yeah. this is cursed. This, I this. curse this. Yes. Yeah. Even
0: though it's technically not my home anymore, yeah. I curse it. Mm-hmm. And it's very, I guess the power of words is, is pretty pretty deep with when, Mrs. Gray. Because... When we
1: were moving out of my childhood home, I didn't want to. I walked around and spit on the floor. <gasps> it was like, I claim this, this is mine. You,
0: what a, what a little witch
1: you oh, were. Nice. Oh my. Yeah. Also just gross. Just a gross person.
0: Yeah. What if the person who moved in there slipped on your spit, mm-hmm. hit their head, got a concussion and they were never the same ever since. Moida. You did it. I did you it. You did it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Okay. Mrs. Gray also did it. The curse, um, apparently worked, uh, because after the lawyer, uh, assumed the property, nothing would grow on the very land where Mrs. Gray had cultivated beautiful, lush gardens.
1: Oh, my.
0: Yeah, so it started. Uh, It was then that the first ghostly appearances were reported. That of Mrs. Gray's nephew banging on the door, begging to be let in. Oh. I know. I know. So, whoo, I got to chill. Yeah. I got to chill. So, yeah, first you know no fruitful land anymore and then the nephew starts showing up Mm -hmm. dang okay so now we're in 1894 64 years after all this shit happened um the city of peoria was purchased by the property on monroe street where mrs andrew gray once lived so the city bought her property Mm -hmm. And the library was built on the property, mm-hmm. though there is some debate over whether the library was built exactly where, where the house stood. It is on her property. Okay, All right. So they um, they plowed the house down and built the library. Um, I'm going to skip all the... Arguments about where the exact library was seems
1: like seems like if you're gonna plow a house down, putting a library is a, like an okay thing to do. It's a little noble.
0: Yeah, it is pretty noble. Like I mean, an that animal must have shelter, been a very big house. Yeah. to like have or a bi- large chunk of property. Because right? this library is look. That's the first library. God that's damn! Massive. And then the second library. Oh, I'll post it. I don't have it. Uh, it is like ginormous. Yeah. So Mrs. Gray was doing all right. Um, okay, so they built this library, right, in eighteen ninety-four. So the first three directors of the new library died under unusual circumstances. Uh, a sure sign that the curse was working even beyond the existence of the house. I mean, Ooh. yeah, she cursed the land. She cursed the land. Uh the first director, E. S. Wilcox, was killed in a streetcar accident in nineteen fifteen. The second, Samuel Patterson Prowse, died from a heart attack suffered at a library board meeting in 1921. Ooh. And the third, Dr. Edwin Wiley, committed suicide by swallowing arsenic in 1924. Oh, my. One might surely think that these are all coincidences and that Dr. Wiley had previously established depressive episodes. But at the time of the events, Mrs. Gray's curse was foremost in everyone's mind. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right. So the directors are long gone. But Mr. Wilcox seems to have a fondness for the library, even after his tenure and life came to an end. Hmm. Wait, was Wilcox the one that killed himself? I thought no. that was the tr- oh, streetcar oh. guy. That's the first one. The Wilcox streetcar. killed in a streetcar. Look yeah. at you paying attention to the I research. I should attention. pay attention. <laughs> I just copied
1: and pasted i mean i, I did read it when you're read reading it, it out time. loud it's like 60 percent of your brain is focused on
0: reading it's and very but not comprehending that's true because yeah. like i'm telling the story you're exactly. listening and, and you're listening. explaining it back to me because mm-hmm. i need that Um, All right. So the guy who died in the streetcar accident. uh, Patrons have uh, reported seeing a man wandering the halls dressed in early 20th century attire. Employees have seen his face in a basement doorway, among other things, such as hearing their names called when no one else is around and feeling cold drafts where there ought not to be any. Yeah, so his face fucking shows up in the basement of the library. And this was on a few different sources about his face showing up in the basement, which is so horrifying. And especially my nightmare is hearing my name being called when there's no one around. He's got a face for a basement. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Basement face. (laughs) Hauntings are not the only strange things at the library. Okay, this is just super weird. Um, In 1907, school superintendent Newton Dougherty blew up a safe inside the library to hide evidence of embezzlement of school funds. What the fuck? (laughs) So weird. There's such weird shit. The library was also part of a blackmail plot following the- Jesus Christ. that's just the shit out of me. (laughs) Oh my! God. Oh my God! My entire oh my stomach God. just turned my upside down. My heart is in Scarlett. my throat. Oh my God! It even scares Carl. Okay, you
1: probably can't hear it, but my my building manager started vacuuming right outside my door. <laughs> it scared the shit
0: out of me. We both
1: just jumped. Oh so my I'm like shaking. God, that's, that's, this it's is so not bad. funny.
0: I honestly was so afraid that I wasn't sure what was even happening. I wasn't either.
1: I thought it was an earthquake for half a second. I didn't
0: to. Like I'm just always. Scared of an earthquake? Oh my! I think I felt one last. Night KPCC actually.
1: is doing this whole thing about how the big one's coming, and I'm like, shut up! I don't, don't. want to hear about it. Also,
0: I've lived here for eight years now, and they've been talking about the big one well, since I moved here. That's the
1: thing is that they're literally like statistically,
0: it's any fucking day now. So I, which sucks. Just and I hate hope it. That I'm home. I don't want to be in my. Car. I want to be home. I don't want to be, be be at home or. In I want to be with building. my pets. Yes, right. Yeah. Shit. Well, all right. I got to start keeping my gas tank at full because they say, like, don't let it go under half a tank because... I got to get a gas tank. You (laughs) got to get a car. (laughs) I just don't want to be on a fucking overpass or under an overpass. I'm afraid I'm going to fall through the the cracks of the earth. This
1: building is so old. Like, we were were thinking the 30s, so it's definitely been through a lot. So I feel comfortable that it will probably
0: not crash to the ground, but... And my building fell apart in the Northridge earthquake in the 90s. Yeah. My side of the building, and they rebuilt it to code. Oh, good. So I feel like it should be fine. Yeah, that's
1: the thing. I go back and forth because this is obviously not to code because it's so old, right. but it's but lasted it's so long. So
0: many earthquakes. Yeah. That's my theory. I'm like the older buildings were like, they're well
1: they're, constructed. They're
0: so well constructed. Anyway, just, this is our earthquake okay. podcast. I'm okay. So okay. Sorry. Going back. God, going that back. was so scary. That scared the living daylight. Honestly,
1: out of me. hold on. I'm in a whisper. He can't hear me, but I think he was standing outside listening to us. You do. I really do. Did you sense someone out your door? I didn't, but I, th- so he came the other day. I was on the phone with Ben and, uh, he had a package and he, I was on the phone, so I was talking very loudly. Um, and he was like, I wasn't sure if you were home, but then I heard your big fat mouth.
0: <laughs> oh and so I was like, definitely... yeah, it's,
1: I was like, it's international. So I had to yell.
0: <laughs> Lots of wires to yeah, talk through. Exactly. Okay, sorry, oh go my ahead. God. Okay. Well, this oh is the last Christ. worst thing about this dumb Oof. library. Um, okay. Hoo, hoo, who? That tequila is neat. I wanted to run away. I was so fucking scared. I mean, it's not a large hallway. It can't. They, I, I'm sure you guys Sometimes heard that. he passive-aggressively does this because there's like little pieces of litter or something if I've taken out <laughs> trash. Uh, Tammy, take better care of your shit so he doesn't have to drive to a podcast like that. Uh, okay. The library was also part of a blackmail plot following the death of George P. McNear Jr., Oh. McNear's widow received two different letters informing her that she would be given the name of her husband's murderer if she left $1,000 in a special drawer in the third floor education room of the Peoria Public Library. That is so specific. (laughs) It's so obviously one of the fucking librarians or whoever worked there was the blackmailer. Hello or not. I don't know. Or murderer or the murderer. William A. Gibson and his son Billy Gibson were arrested for blackmail when they showed up to retrieve the cash. You fucking dummies. You dumb asses. Like, come on. You don't think she told the cops, <sighs> by the way, I'm putting this money here, mm-hmm. but whoever comes to take it is obviously the blackmailer, or the murderer of my I,
1: husband? <laughs> I saw a Facebook video the other day. This these people came these kids came in to rob a place and the guy was like What are you doing? It's so early in the day. There's hardly any cash. You should come back later when there's a bunch of cash in the till. Then you'll get some good money. Like, don't do this now. Wait till later. Oh, my God. And then they fucking came back later. And he was like, you're under arrest. I've called the cops. You fucking idiot!
0: People are so dumb. Yeah. Uh, so dumb. I don't know what a thousand dollars was was worth in, uh, yeah, a lot you of know, money. the nineteen hundreds, but maybe it was worth the the risk. Uh, whatever happened in this library's past, it seems to have no effect on patrons today. People still use the library on a daily basis, and no one seems adverse to having to stay there a little later in the evenings. That was a weird conclusion. Um, but anyway, they've since then knocked the original structure of the library down and they've built a nice big modern library. And um, and the ghosts are all still there as well. Ooh. Ooh Peoria, you haunted sons of bitches. Cursing some land.
1: Curse. You know I love it. I love it.
0: I love it. Um, and then if we want after years, I, of course, went on yourghoststory.com and oh, found thank some God. haunted libraries. Yay! So Thank you. This is just why I don't hang out in libraries. I don't want to see That's floating exactly. heads in the basement. Yeah, That's the reason I stay away. That's
1: literally the reason.
0: And if the reminded me when I, because, you know, he's such a bi- bibliophile, mm-hmm. and I was like, do you know of any haunted libraries? Because I just feel like he just spends so much time learning and being in libraries and reading. He's a good, smart man. And he's like, hmm, I don't. There's that haunted library in Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm like, no, nope. I
1: literally received that text message as well. You wasn't did. Wasn't the first birds Ghostbusters, wasn't there a haunted library there? And I,
0: I was not responding. Oh my we gosh, these but... boys are birds of a mm-hmm. feather. Um, and also I was like, yes, you're right. That mm-hmm. was the opening scene of the first yep. Ghostbusters. How did I not think to reference it? I mean, I mean, but it was a movie set library, so I couldn't research it. But it's a nice, you know, we'll, we'll just post okay. it as a, as it. a corresponding photo to this podcast yeah, why not exactly why Col- not culture why not why not
1: um amy hmm. i did mm-hmm. the houston public library as i mentioned earlier because
0: you love yourself a good houston i cocktail.
1: hate i love a houston cocktail i hate houston um
0: is it because of sports
1: no oh. it's just a thing that people from dallas area hate the people from houston area and vice versa gotcha um It's just we come by it naturally. Mm. When you have such a huge state, you got to have rivals, you know?
0: You're like the size of a country. We are. We truly are.
1: Um, So this is the Houston Public Library. I got most of this from a Houston Chronicle article by Alan Turner. Um, And this is very specifically about one building because it's a big place. Um, In its early years, the Julia Idson building, named in honor of the city's first librarian. Oh, how cute. That's adorable. So cute. Was home to Jacob Frank Kramer, an elderly man of uncertain past. Although I read elsewhere, he had a pretty normal life. He was just kind of a dude that worked you know okay um just kind of a dude that worked and also apparently never married or had any kind of romantic relationships i don't know why that was interesting to me
0: but it just kind of was that is interesting it's unusual a little unusual for for men Mm -hmm. of yesteryear
1: so he was an elderly man um who at uh the library worked as a night watchman gardener and handyman in his leisure hours he played the violin Uh, Kramer and his German shepherd, Petey, resided in a spacious, if Spartan, basement apartment. So that was another thing they had found, like, all the places he'd worked before. He always lived and worked in the same place. So he lived at the library.
0: In the basement. Mm -hmm. I have a basement
1: library ghost, too. I mean... um, In the evenings... Uh, Kramer, Petey, uh, Kramer with Petey at his heels, would go up the stairs to the top floor. Then, positioning himself near the balustrade of the library's inner court, he would serenade the building with his violin. Uh, so he would stand oh. up there and play his violin. I right? feel like
0: this is going to come back to haunt
1: us more might it but might it <laughs> uh, one morning in november 1936 librarians found kramer thought to have been 79 years old dead the victim of a lung hemorrhage oh no days later he was buried um but there are some who swear he never left library pla- <laughs> library patrons claim to have heard the tick 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 of dog nails tapping <gasps> across the library's polished tile floors. Oh my Others report seeing ghostly orbs or finding sheet music normally kept in a locked room scattered in unexpected places. Whoa. Most unnerving... Visitors and employees say Kramer returns to pay his respects And play his tunes Filling the cavernous building once again With the beautiful waltzes of Strauss Wow I specifically read that a couple of different places I re- There were a bunch of different sources on this by the way
0: Really? Mm-hmm
1: um, Was that he never It Was never anything like sad Or what he always played
0: really upbeat waltzes Oh, mm-hmm. I love it God, this never came up in any of my searches Oh my God, I'm so thrilled These have just been so many fun surprises in the past few episodes
1: um so here's a couple of personal things so caroline reader remembers her uncanny encounter with crystal clarity you know what somebody wrote this just to fuck with my slightly drunk mouth (laughs) and
0: you're half working caroline reader
1: remembers her uncanny encounter with crystal clarity (laughs) fuck you better you than me Now you're really pissed cool. at Houston. No, I hate oh, Houston. Oh, no. <laughs> it's full of smells. Full um, of smell. Reader, then on the library's fundraising staff, which, adorable, that her name is Reader and she raises money for a library? call. Well, she was born to California, do that. Uh, was walking past the Idol Center on her way back to the office from lunch when she heard a violin. I looked around for a roving, strolling violinist or for a car with its radio playing, but I didn't see anything. I'd heard the story of Mr. Kramer in the back of my head, but when I heard the music, I just thought, that's funny. When I got to my desk, everybody said, oh, there's a ghost in the building who plays the violin. (laughs) I
0: mean, I get to know.
1: Good thing she raises money for the library and doesn't like write books, because that was a terrible story. Um, No, it's good. Uh, that's a good story unexplained melody oh uh robert beekman knows that same uneasy feeling almost 40 years ago he was spending an afternoon reading in the children's section i don't want to read into that too much uh when he (laughs) suddenly heard (laughs) i didn't even think about that i'm like
0: wait a minute was he also a child, maybe? Maybe. Maybe he's a child who gives good reports on what he saw and well, experienced. Well, it said
1: 40 years ago, so maybe it was when he was a child. Oh, you know, he's what? Like recounting it as an adult. Hey. Hey, let's just stick with that. Let's stick with that. We can rewrite history. Okay. He was spending an afternoon uh, reading in the children's section when he suddenly heard what he described as, quote, string music. No one else seemed to hear it, but Beekman certainly did. Like reader, he wondered if he was hearing someone's overloud radio. He searched in vain for the source of the sound. Uh, among current employees, Douglas Weiskopf, a senior library services specialist, may well be best acquainted with the Edisons' resident haunts. Uh, he often has sensed a quote presence amid the second floor Texas collection or in the stacks which is the shadowy, musty netherworld of history where some of the oldest, rarest books and documents are stored.
0: Oh, Um, the stacks. The stacks. Sounds like a place to go to get punished. Right. Whoa, what? I mean, not in a good way. Oh. It just sounds like, go to the the pit. I'm getting sent to the stacks. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm working the stacks. I Mm -hmm. showed up late for work too many times.
1: I feel like we had the stacks at one of our libraries at school really
0: yeah yeah once again didn't spend a lot of time in libraries well so to me it's a place of punishment (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh oh i would see a shadow out of the corner of my eye it looked like a man and when i'd turn nothing would be there Uh, a couple of times i would find books out of place on a number of occasions in the texas room a few lights would go off and then come back on uh, what really caught his attention was the stack room's elevator. Oh, this was my favorite part. Mm. A cratchety old relic that, library staffer's joke, was old when the Idelson opened its doors in 1926. Oh my god. <laughs> it had its quirks, he allowed. Sometimes the doors wouldn't close all the way, but there were things that occurred that normally wouldn't happen. Take, for example, the times he would be diligently working only to hear the elevator clunk up to the stack's landing and open its door. Every once in a while, it would be empty. Here's the rub. The antique lift wouldn't budge unless somebody inserts a key.
0: Oh, my God. That scared me a lot. That's no oh, uh-huh. oh, 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 oh. Uh-huh. okay that's that, really creepy my
1: friends is the houston cocktail of a story <laughs> <laughs> of the julia Ideson building and the ghost of jacob frank kramer
0: damn bravo mm-hmm. that's spooky as shit that it person... seems
1: like he's really nice though like he's not like a creep he... no it's just that the, the elevator is the
0: scary part but but you know, and like lights going off and on. He's probably just on his rounds, you yeah. know. But I li- and I love that his dog is still with mm-hmm. him. His little ghost doggy Petey. Peedy. And it is that he's playing uplifting music, yeah. and it's so interesting. I've I don't think that I've ever heard like ghost noises before. Uh, you know, I see stuff a lot, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of stuff, but I don't really. I guess except the one time my, like, grandmama goes to talk, yeah. you know, as a person. Oh, yeah. But I don't feel like I've ever heard, like, music play. You know, a lot of people say they hear, like, mm-hmm. music or, yeah, like an instrument or someone singing or something when there's no one there. I don't think that's ever happened to me. I
1: definitely had once or twice in my life the very distinct feeling that I've heard music, just a vi- like a very short snippet of music. Oh. But the, like, two times I can think of distinctly that that's happened— I felt like it was – I definitely was hearing it, but it was like it was inside my head.
0: Oh, interesting. You know what I
1: mean? Like it wasn't like I was like, what was that over there? It was almost like somebody like inserted it in my brain.
0: You know what I mean? That's how I wonder if that's what it is when you hear like a ghost playing the cello Mm -hmm. or the violin or whatever. You know, is it like – does it feel like – Oh, that's wafting through the air Mm -hmm. or yeah, like it's inserted in your mind. Yeah. That's so fascinating. That's so interesting. Although I did wake up this morning at like three ish, probably Mm -hmm. 3 a.m. ish. Um, Scared out of my mind because I was so, so sure that I heard someone knock on the door three times very, Mm -hmm. very loudly. And I realized... So I don't know if you ever had this as a side effect with, with an antidepressant, but my dreams are fucking bonkers. Mm-hmm. I never really had very vivid dreams uh, uh, in, as an adult, as a kid all the time. They were so like lucid and clairvoyant. And then as an adult, the more stress I had in my life, the more I just wasn't really dreaming anymore. And if I was, I wasn't really remembering it. Yeah. These dreams are fucking insane and I'm falling asleep much easier now but I'm waking up from these crazy dreams and being like what the fuck was that what was mm-hmm. that so I was definitely having a I'm having more nightmares which I read is a side effect and uh, which is very counterintuitive because the point was to give me less yeah. anxiety so I could sleep better and now I'm falling asleep much better but I'm waking up all the time so I think I was having a nightmare and I could not fall back asleep because I swear it felt so real of just hearing like Ooh. so loud that definitely hurt my knuckles. Yep. Um, <laughs> come in. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and I just shot like my heart was like in my throat and I realized there's no way someone could be knocking on the door. Cause we now have like a steel screen door yeah. that locks. It has two locks on it in front of the regular door. So if you were to knock on it, it would just sound yeah. like a, Metal. As opposed I used to have
1: that exact thing, and that time I was convinced somebody was breaking into our house. Yes, it was I because that. I felt like I heard them banging on that metal. Oh my! So God. it turns out the next day it was somebody was busting out windows in the parking lot at oh, cars. Okay. So I was like, okay, that was at least a similar kind of. Yeah. yeah.
0: You were still. Picking it wasn't up like the on... wood. It yes. was. Yeah. Maybe there was something else going on, and, you know. But it was right.
1: the car right next. I told you this right. It was the yes. car right next to my car, yep.
0: and my car was totally fine. It was a it was a
1: targeted attack.
0: On I was someone. gonna say somebody uh-huh. was angry uh-huh. at someone. Thank goodness it wasn't you. Not me. <laughs> yeah, as spooky as hail. But I was like, maybe I heard a ghost knocking. Maybe it's a ghost. Maybe that's a ghost again. Because I felt like I had one, and then it left. Mm-hmm. And who knows? But I don't think I've ever heard like ghostly ghostly noises mm. um yeah they just talk to me all the time what do they tell in you bath- to do bathrooms oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you keep telling them bad yeah sh- bathroom mm-hmm. humor and they're not into it can't help
1: it <laughs> it's so scary
0: uh do you want to hear a ghost story about a person yeah. who had, saw a ghost in the library i do okay so our favorite place to grab stories now um until people start sending them in which i know we have them on the way um, is your dot So this was submitted by user Darshan nine, two, oh, nine, one, eight, nine, six, nine, one. Oh, nine, one. Oh my God. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Not nine two. No. That guy's annoying, yeah. but no, this guy's cool. Oh He's my God. He's cool. Great. Um, he, uh, submitted this from India and he titled it night at the library. Oh, all right. During my college days, I used to stay in a hostel. I was an active member of a readers' Club of my college library during winter season. Our college headmaster assigned us the task of cleaning the library as every month uh, a different team of students does it. I was uh, sorry this is translated sure. so it's a little a little rough. You know, so they were all assigned to, to clean the library. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with four other guys and we were all close friends. Our cleaning tasks started after 8 p.m. when the library was closed f- to readers. I decided to clean the cupboards, which had some old books of literature, and it was very, very dusty. The particular section was at the cornermost area, and it was—it re- felt very spooky. So, from childhood, whenever I visited any strange place, I would develop an odd fear inside of me, and I felt like the hairs all over my body were standing up with a static electricity bonding it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, so, I had sense sorry next page. I sensed um, that this area of the library was very, very haunted. As I was cleaning the cupboard, a cold wave of wind blew over the hairs. Um, Wait, a cold wave of wind blew over him and all his hair stood up with that like static electricity feeling. We've all felt that. Um, And the tube lights above him started blinking. (laughs) When I turned around, I saw a middle aged man dressed in a black coat carrying a few books in his hand, staring at me. That moment made me numb. I felt my willpower becoming less and less and fear was developing in my body. As he passed near me, the tube lights above us uh, were blinking like even more rapidly. And then he just vanished. When he passed near me, I could sense a cold wave passing through me and felt some electric magnetic waves. Mm-hmm. My face was full of sweat. And as soon as he felt, I'm sorry, as soon as he left, the lights stopped blinking and became normal. I really heaved a sigh of relief. <laughs> but this incident clearly gave me an idea that spirits have static electricity or they can control magnetic waves or electric waves. Um yes, we Do know this. That's the reason the lights were blinking. I did not share this incident with any of my friends, but when I shared this incident with the librarian, I came to know that it was the spirit of a literature professor who still used to visit the library for his hunger of knowledge. Aww. <laughs> Thanks user blah, 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 91. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. So, yes. So the librarian was like, yeah, we know this guy. He comes here a lot, but it's interesting for people like to read when people aren't familiar with like the Uh science of, of ghosts and that absolutely like their energy and their, they do have a magnetic electric magnetic field around them, which in turn affects electronics, batteries, us. It's, it's interesting too,
1: because it almost like, helps confirm stuff because it's like people who don't know anything about it are like, Oh, oh my God, mm-hmm. it turns out electricity. And those of us who know a lot about it, we're like, yeah, doy, welcome exactly. to the
0: club. But like, I know I love watching the process of this guy figuring mm-hmm. out his own. Oh, okay. The lights blinked when he was around and then they stopped when he left. Oh my God. But, Oh my God. It's so fucking creepy. It kind of is very stranger things esque. Cause they, they have a lot of things with blinking lights when like the monster is manifesting. And, Um, it, I'm like, yeah, that's that. I, I do not like me a blinking light or a battery that's draining quickly or Mm -hmm. any of that shit. I think we dived in, in a very early episode about like the science of ghosts. Yeah. That was
1: back when we were doing like,
0: like you do the ghost story and I do the, (laughs) sorry, more cat stuff. I, (laughs) What do you see? She just pawed at the corner. She just,
1: like, attacked the corner for no She is in a mood. You know what? She wants to sit on my
0: lap, but yeah, she's not getting up here. So. Aww. Um But, yeah, I feel like if we ever want to do an, a one-off again of that style. Yeah. Because when you were just saying in your story, like, how, like, the music, the sheet music was, like, strewn about where it's normally locked up in a drawer. Mm-hmm. I... How does that part happen? I get messing with electronics. Yeah. I get when you they... Our A spirit is borrowing energy mm-hmm. from something that has it to manifest itself. Yeah. But how all that physical, like last week's episode with the witch and she threw furniture. Mm-hmm. How does that part happen?
1: Remember too, uh, when we did the okay corral and it was like, they found that, uh, chip, the gambling chip that was ancient That's and they right. blocked it up and then it wasn't there. And then when the guy left, it was back again. Yes. Yeah
0: yeah, that kind of stuff is like that fascinates me and I would like to learn a little bit uh-huh. more about that. That's that's maybe a tackle cool. one of these days. Cool. Hey, I forgot to mention our last episode what? um we hit fifty good for us 50 50 yeah i have to think because i feel like when with 30 we did 30 30, 30 and thriving mm-hmm. and with thir- uh, 40 we did lordy lordy look who's 40 mm-hmm. and now we have to, we'll have to oh my we'll, god we're over the hill we are over the hill we are having a midlife crisis we are i'm gonna buy a red corvette and... Hey, i just bought a bunch of furniture off of amazon so see yeah. and joined a wine club i joined a you are lady wine club a, you are having a midlife crisis i am truly we both spent the entire weekend cleaning and purging uh-huh. our houses our homes and <laughs> new year <damn>. new us <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh at a uh party that we were at i um ithamar's trainer was there and he's also a uh, ex-professional wrestler mm-hmm. of course of course um so i was like had a few wines and i was like you know i just want to build muscle in my back i want my back to get <sighs> so ripped i am trying my push-up challenge but i'm just still not building any muscle i really just wanted free advice yeah i just course. wanted free advice so badly and he's like yeah you know that's usually an inj- injury is a lot of motivation for people to like get strength i'm like mm-hmm tell me how to get that please <laughs> new year new me uh, i can't do it on my own i need a little help well <laughs> i cleared a bunch of furniture
1: out and now i've got carpet space available i was like i'm gonna be planking all day Fuck yeah, i'm just gonna
0: plank, plank. All day. I'm just gonna plank. Works everything. Yeah. Walk the plank. Jump the plank. That was one of our early episodes. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, guys, we would love for you to email us your own personal ghost stories. Yes, please. We had a lot happen in this episode, from cats pawing at uh, corners and Jesus and Christ vacuum scaring earthquake the ever living shit vacuums, out of us. Yeah. Yes, we discussed our earthquake preparation. And, um, and also writing curses into your will. Yeah. Please. We you... recently
1: got, um, some confirmation that Amy's not the only one terrified of, uh, uh, ceiling fans falling down and chopping them up on our Instagram. We did. Yeah. Katie posted. Shut up. Yeah. No, go look. Oh my God. She said she's also scared of that. She did. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Oh, I must've not gotten the notification. So guys, are you
1: scared of libraries? <laughs>
0: Are you scared of basement ghosts and old elevators? Oh, or
1: vacuum cleaners. Are you just a cat? <laughs> 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 Write to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail dot
0: com. And please, I'm looking at our Instagram page now. Gosh, it's thriving. Look,
1: she she can't wait. She can't even wait to come off the air. She's gotta
0: look. I love Katie so much. Um, oh
1: yes. And if you want to be an old lady too, I'll share if you want to see pictures of my Turner Classic movies, wine. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze, and if you
0: I prefer also, not to interact, yes, then definitely you'll want to follow us on Twitter at Banshees <laughs> mm-hmm. Booze.
1: Uh, if you just are like, look, I want to follow you, but I'd rather you never talk to me. Twitter's the place to go. We have really curated it. We're
0: going to leave you alone. Like that's our goal. We're not going to bother you. We just, you have enough in your feed. It's stressful. There are not enough hours in the day to check all the posts. So we just want to like take that pressure off.
1: We're doing you a courtesy. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm the same way at work. We have like a work chat group basically and when a new person starts everyone's like welcome 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 and I'm like my my gift to you is not stressing you out in your first hour with 20 notifications (laughs) that is so that is my welcome to you is to not do that
0: and you're also giving yourself doing yourself a favor by not taking the time to do that yeah you've got shit to do i'm busy you guys thank you this was so fun this was fun and spooky i got scared several times in this episode and i don't hate it because i, I had this delicious paloma oh my god drink.
1: this delicious grapefruits of wrath paloma okay <laughs>
0: hey, hey, um, not a houston cocktail not a
1: houston cocktail um hey amy yes tammy i was wondering um yes. if you yes. see a ghost
0: it <laughs> um, uh, yes. feels me every time <laughs> If you see a ghost, Tammy, Mm -hmm. um, uh, kick your nephew out of your house so far that he lands in a river and becomes a ghost. I love it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Tammy. Yes. If you see a ghost. I
1: curse this land with my dying breath. She did it. I did it. It's cursed. Curse on you. Curse on you. Curse on you. Curse on Scarlett and curse on that goddamn vacuum (laughs) cleaner.
0: You heard it here, folks. This place is cursed. (laughs) Um, Good luck to the next tenant. And we out. out. Good good point. (laughs) Bye. Curses.